a checklist of laws and customs relating to Hanukkah to serve as a mere quick review guideline and as a reminder checklist. We'll begin with the various customs relating to Hanukkah. It is customary to increase in meals and festivities each day of Hanukkah and to sing praise and song during these meals to turn them into a Sudas Mitzvah according to all opinions. As the Rebbe writes that each day one should increase in different foods that he's going to have delicacies in honor of Hanukkah. On Shabbos Hanukkah, one should increase in foods more than on a regular Shabbos to emphasize the aspect of Hanukkah. And on Reish Chedesh Tevis, one is likewise to increase in foods more than a regular Reish Chedesh. As part of the menu, it is customary, as writes the Ramah, to eat dairy products on Hanukkah, products that contain milk and cheese. Likewise, it's a minig Yisrael, even though it doesn't have a clear source, to eat foods that are cooked in oil to commemorate the miracle and minig Yisrael Tairahi. It's a custom of jury to distribute Hanukkah gelt for parents to distribute Hanukkah gelt to their children every day of Hanukkah, and the Rebbe discussed this matter a lot. It was very precious to him, and every person, every parent should do so, and that is that they should give each one of their children, even if their children are already married and out of the house, they should give them every day of Hanukkah, with exception to Shabbos, Hanukkah gelt, and on the fourth or fifth night, they should give them a double portion. And on Friday or Sunday, they should give them a double portion on behalf of Shabbos. Zerba so once mentioned that even spouses should give each other Hanukkah gelt after asking each other. It's a minog to increase in tzedakah during the holiday of Hanukkah, and doing so is a tikkun for Begama Bris and for other Averis. It's a minog Yisrael to pay, play dreidel during Hanukkah, or certainly one is to avoid gambling with large sums of money or valuable items which would be prohibited according to Allah. The Hasidic masters spoke ardently against playing cards, saying that it contains much impurity, and in general the whole idea of Hanukkah is to commemorate the fact that we're able to learn Torah in purity, and therefore we should spend our time learning Torah rather than playing the games of the Greeks, which we only play to throw them off so they think we're learning that we're not learning Torah. Laws and customs relating to the Hanukkah prayers. So starting from Mincha of the 24th of Kislev, we omit Tachanun until the last day of Hanukkah. A person who is a mourner for the passing of a father or mother and he leads the prayers every single day so on Hanukkah he also does so with exception to the reading of Hallel meaning he, someone else switches him just for saying Hallel and right after Hallel he goes back and he says the Kaddish after Hallel we recite Alanisim throughout all, all, days of, all eight days of Hanukkah both in Birch HaSamazin and in Shemen Esrei however if one forgot to say it then he does not need to repeat the prayer by Mayriv and Shachris, who do not announce Alanisim prior to Shemana Esri. Rather, you just make a clap on the table, or a, a, a person, when he gets up to the words Alanisim, he can recite those words out loud to remind everybody. Throughout the eight days of Hanukkah, we recite the complete Hallel each day with a blessing before and after. By a minion, after reciting Hallel, half Kaddish is recited. This is unlike on a regular time that we say Hallel when a full Kaddish is recited. Since there's no Musaf, we say half Kaddish and do the regular order. This is with exception to Reish Chaydash Tevis, in which there is Musaf, then a complete Kaddish is recited after Hallel, as on every Reish Chaydash. After that, we have the Torah reading. On the first day, we read from Pashas Ba'aleis Chabiyem Kalos Meishe. On the second day of Hanukkah and onwards, the Kain and Levi read from the Karbon, the Nasi of that day, while the Yisrael reads from the next day's Nasi. Checklist for setting up the Menaira. One is to use specifically olive oil and cotton wicks for the candles lechatchila, and amongst olive oil you should lechatchila choose specifically edible olive oil, and not what they sell in the stores that's known as shemen lamar, which 
many opinions state, has a status of regular oil and not of olive oil. But nonetheless, everything is valid. For the shamish, one is to use specifically beeswax, if available. Each candle is to contain enough oil to last at least 30 minutes after nightfall. It doesn't have to last more than that time. Although some are stringent to make it last until the people in their area usually are no longer found by the streets. The candles are to be set up starting from the far right end of the menorah from right to left. And the shamash is to be placed slightly higher than all the other candles. The menorah is to be set up inside one's home as per the minog of the Ashkenazim, the Ramah, Chabad custom, and majority of diaspora jury. It's set up inside one's home by the doorway of a room adjacent to the doorpost opposite the mezuzah as rules the Ramah. The menorah is to be set up between 3 and 10 tfachim, which is between 24 and 80 centimeters from the ground. Each person in a, each person in a household lighting the menorah should preferably do so by a different doorpost in order so there shouldn't be a confusion to how many lights are being lit. Children are likewise to light by the doorpost of their bedroom. Checklist relating to the lighting itself. So... There's a machlekes of when you're supposed to start lighting the candles and the custom of Chabad is to light beginning from sunset. Here in Eretz Yisrael, meaning right after sunset we light candles. However, in the diaspora, it should be lit a half hour before Tzayseh Kechavim or 20 minutes before Tzayseh Kechavim depending on how much time they have in their Bein HaShemash. So for example, in New York, in which Bein HaShemashes could be 40 to 50 minutes, it should be lit about 20 minutes before but not before Tzitzikachavim, but nonetheless, any of the time period between Shkia and Tzitzikachavim is valid. The earlier the better, and as we said in Eretz Yisrael, we're very makbid to light specifically right after sunset, which is exactly 20 minutes before Tzitzikachavim. Prior to lighting, beginning from sunset, according to our custom, one is not to do any malach or eat a meal until the candles are lit. Over Torah learning is permitted. Even though L'chadchili is supposed to light the candles after sunset, as we mentioned, but the Yavid, if you didn't do so, you can light the candles with a bracha up, and do, up until Alesha Shachar, daybreak, so long as there are people that are still awake. One does not wear a kapata for lighting candles, rather you wear your regular weekday garb of hat and jacket during the lighting. Married men wear their gartel when they light. Prior to the lighting, on the first night we recite three blessings, and every other night two blessings are recited. Only after all the blessings have been recited do we begin lighting the candles. We begin lighting the candle to the far left, and hence we light from left to right. We do not light any candle, including even the shamash from an already lit Hanukkah candle, so if it's extinguished, then you should light another match. After all the candles are lit, only then do we begin singing on Eris Our custom is to remain near the candles for approximately a half hour. This certainly applies to women who may not do work during these 30 minutes. But even men, the Chabad custom is to stay near the candles and abstain from work and talk about Torah relating to the Hanukkah miracle. For the first 30 minutes after nightfall, the Hanukkah menorah may not be moved or extinguished. Once 30 minutes after nightfall has passed, you are allowed to move the menorah to a safer area or wherever you would like. And technically, you may even extinguish it. However, to avoid any dispute, you should make a tonight, a stipulation now, before Hanukkah begins, that all the leftover oil that remains after the candles are extinguished are not considered muktah, sanctified for the mitzvah, and therefore you have no obligation to let it burn out, or save it to burn after Hanukkah. It is forbidden to benefit from the candlelights of the menorah during these 30 minutes, so if you have a blackout, you can't read a book next to it, to its light, 
and you can't choose to enjoy the Hanukkah lights by closing all the lights in the house and then reading something using the Hanukkah candlelight. Mirza Shem, a checklist dealing with the laws of, of Shabbos lighting will be forthcoming before Shabbos Hanukkah. Thank you for listening to shulhanarcharav.com. Our free services of making Torah knowledge available to the public depends on donors like you. Please help us continue our work through making even a small contribution at shulhanarcharav.com under the daily halacha dedication section or in the subscription page. Also, check out our online courses and many safarim available for purchase that will both enhance your Torah knowledge and help support our work.